Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Madrid Talk. Thank you guys for coming and listening to the podcast once again. We have we have some news to talk about, and of course, this is the first episode of this year. Uh, it's been a long time, long time since we we recorded an episode, but we're here. We're back in the business of podcasting about Real Madrid. It's been a long time, so I just want to apologize to the people that have been waiting for us to bring out a new episode, and of course, to everybody else. Um, out there listening for the first time thank you guys for staying tuned to the podcast and um i mean we got to start talking we got to start talking about uh, uh, certain things here of course mbappe um is going to be is, is in doubt to play the champions league the second leg against real madrid uh, this has been really tough for real madrid fans that love mbappe and want to want to see him in um white uniform you know, of course, having him be the one who scored against Real Madrid, definitely something that um, uh, that Real Madrid fans did not want. But I also got to talk about the people, the Real Madrid fans that said, well, it hurts less because it was Mbappe that did this. And uh, and I, I couldn't disagree more. I mean, this has nothing to do with Mbappe. This has everything to do with the fact that PSG overcame Real Madrid. I mean, they did everything. I mean, they just they they just beat him like a drum, beat him like a drum, beat Real Madrid like a drum. And and there is I have an issue with that, and I have an issue with the fans saying that it's okay. It, it hurts less because Mbappe did it. Somebody that we liked and that we like and care about, and that's a bunch of crap. That's a bunch of crap. Y'all know I'm a, I'm as honest as it's gonna be. I'm blunt and to the point. You know what I mean? And this dude here is a terrific player. Mbappe is a terrific player. Did everything. He, he I mean, he he's amazing. As far as I mean, he's probably I'm not gonna say the best player in the world, but um, I mean, very few players compete with him at the top of the game right now. You know what I mean? He he he's a tremendous. I'm gonna give him that. I want him. I want to see him in Real Madrid in the Real Madrid uniform, of course. I want to see him perform there at the Bernabeu. He's going to um, for the second leg in um, for the Champions League. But listen, Real Madrid comes first. Real Madrid comes first. He cannot be somebody that that Real Madrid fans idolize over the club. That's something that that cannot happen. Cannot happen whatsoever. And I condemn fans. That actually agree with that you know what i mean it, 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 the club is the club and you cannot put any player above him above it the club i'm saying but of course killing mbappe suffered a foot injury in training and will undergo tests to determine if he will be fit to face real madrid at the bernabeu on wednesday that's what andres omruvia said on diario as um, and I'm gonna keep reading it because there's information about about this this subject here. And, and to I just want to say thank you to a lot of the people that are watching us on Spotify. Thankfully, Spotify has enabled the fact that we can put the video podcast on there, so you guys can interact with us. Hopefully, everybody that was there last year for the podcast will come back to this one and to interact. And, and you know, uh, hey, feel free to to leave any questions. Send us any any voice message that you might have and we will play it on the next episode for sure 
Just put it on the next episode. Send us a question, a fact, an opinion, something that you want to give out, and, and we'll have it on the next episode uh, of the podcast. And I will read it. I'll read what Diario As has said, and it says, Kylian Mbappe will face a late fitness test to determine his ability to play for PSG in the second leg of the league on league on sides champions league tie against real madrid at the santiago bernabeu uh, after picking up a foot injury in training on monday so today it is confirmed that he he might not play uh, at santiago bernabeu and that is uh, i mean like i said for real madrid's sake you'll take that you don't want him to play that, that's a bunch of crap whoever says that you you want him to play you want him to to perform at his highest level you don't want you don't want him he's he's there's a reason there's a reason why you want him in your club and that's because of what he can do on the pitch you don't want him on the pitch right now he's playing against you and we already saw what he did to Carvajal he can destroy any player right now there's not many players that can compete with killing Mbappe so you have to be careful what you wish for you don't want him on the field you don't want him on the pitch. So if this is confirmed, this is great news for Real Madrid. And the fact that I have to clarify that is kind of scary, to say the least. But, I mean, I have to say, nevertheless, it's uh, it's a very tough uh, situation. Sorry for him. But it, it, it helps Real Madrid to get to the promised land, which is tie this game as soon as possible and maybe win it. And maybe win it. But if they... I mean, if they don't do that with killing Mbappe on the pitch, that just becomes really, really hard to overcome because you got to defend. You got to know that you have to defend with Carvajal that doesn't play good defense right now. He plays good defense. I mean, his career, you can say he's a, a, a good defender, very good defender. But lately, that's not the case. And you got to go by what's going on lately. Careers here don't matter. Carvajal's been sucking defending. Uh, for sure and uh, of course you got uh, Luis Vasquez who is not so much of a defender and but I mean I would put Vasquez all all day because Carvajal is just not playing good offense not playing good defense at least you know Carv uh, Vasquez will give you some offense and uh, at this point that's who they got you know uh, Mendy is not going to play so Marcelo is definitely going to play on that side Casemiro is not going to play either. It's not going to play either. Another foul that was preventable in the first match, missing this match, and uh, you don't even know who's going to play for Casemiro, and that's probably the toughest spot on the pitch for Real Madrid to to replace is going to be Casemiro. I mean, I would put Camavinga just because. I mean, he might, you know, he might do something, but Real Madrid does not. Real Madrid do not have, or does not have, rather, a player like Casemiro. And that is a problem. You don't even have one. You got kids in the, you know what I mean, coming up. But, you, I mean, this is a, a top game. You don't want to put them in that position where it's really hard, where, where, where Casemiro usually gets in between the two defenders, in this case, in this case Militao and Alaba in former line of three, once the... Once the the left back and the right back just go, you have the opportunity to have the, that line of three that's always contesting uh, counterattacks. You want to have a solid line, 
And I know that Kamavinga is not that type of player, but I think that is the closest you're going to get when it comes to having some personality, um, having to play Champions League games. Of course, you can put Valverde there too. But at the end of the day, you have no um, similar player to Casemiro in that position. So you're going to, you can't put Cross or Modric. That, that is, that's going to be a mistake because they cannot compete physically with PSG. They're going to get tired. And, I, and I'm going to go on the limb. Um, and that's a pretty sturdy limb because I'm a, I'm a big guy. But I'm going to say that whoever plays in that position is going to end up leaving the game early because they're going to be wore out. They're going to be wore out, and it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And, and we have a Spanish channel where we talk about um, a lot of things, you know, a lot of things around uh, not Real Madrid, but a lot of things happening in La Liga, and that is in Spanish, of course, Champions League some other European games as well, uh, or teams rather. And we speak from Monday through Thursday. They're live, and I'm actually, we're actually going to go live. Uh, we, we go live at 5 Central p.m. Uh, United States there in Spanish, and we talk about it there all the time. And I did a poll in Spanish, of course, if Real Madrid could beat, uh, could overturn this with Modric out, I mean, cross out, with Mendy out, Casemiro out, and having a weak Carvajal because he's not playing well. And uh, on top of that, losing 0-1. to one. Is there a possibility? And, and a lot of people voted. Now, now give it. This is um, a podcast where there's uh, people from other teams. So you can say Barcelona team voted, Barcelona fans voted and all that. But I can say that 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 channel is called El Golazo Podcast in Spanish. So if you if you speak Spanish, I would recommend that channel to you because we speak about football in general there. I mean, the vast majority of people are from for Real Madrid, and a lot of them voted. You know, I don't think so. I don't think we can do this. I'm, you know, a lot of them voted, commented, and said, "Hey, Real Madrid is my team. I love the team, but I don't think we can overcome this." And that is a pretty honest, objective. Uh, comments those are pretty good objective comments because it, it's going to be hard i'm just going to be put it out there for real madrid fans man it's going to be hard it's going to be really hard to, to overcome this i'm not saying it's impossible uh but it's definitely a match that that we that you have to have your mentality set that that could be really hard to, to overcome and, and the matches on this wednesday 9th uh march march 9th uh, at 2 p.m. Central United States, uh, I'm assuming uh, 4 o'clock p.m. In, on the West Coast, maybe 1 or 3 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, I'm not sure, but you already know. You put it on Google, and you're going to know your exact time frame for that match. And look, man, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But, of course, Real Madrid coming off a 4-1 lead, a 4-1 um, victory, rather, against Real Sociedad. Uh, that was a pretty good win. I'll, I'll give him that, you know. And uh, actually, Carletto Ancelotti came out and said, "If we play like today against PSG, we're going to have uh, good chances." And of course, that's going to happen. That's a given. You got sixty-four percent of possession against thirty-six of Real Sociedad. Eighteen shots on uh, towards the goalkeeper. Eighteen shots on target against one for Real Sociedad. I would say, of course, yeah. 
yeah, you, you, you're going to win or you have a lot of chances. However, if you play like the Real Madrid, like Real Madrid played against them on, um, on that match, I, I'm not sure what date it was. I think it was February 15th the la when they played against PSG. Then you're going to have a really big problem. Because if we look at the stats there, 58% possession for PSG, 42 for Real Madrid, and Real Madrid actually caught up a little bit at the end of the match when Kylian Mbappe scored that goal. And uh, 21 shots for PSG, 8 on target, 3 for Real Madrid, 0 on target. So I told you the stat against Real Sociedad and how helpful that is. Well, I also, I also told you the stat where it's it was helpful for PSG. So, of course, it is pretty com it's common sense. If you do the things the right things, you might you might have a shot at winning. But look, we already have an experience, a sample, if you will, of what happened between Real Madrid and PSG. And uh, I just know that in that match, of course, the players, a lot of the players didn't perform well, um, committed silly fouls. Also remember this, this is a PSG team that I don't know if they played at their full potential, at their full potential. And I also got to say, that match against PSG was a lot to do with um, Carletto Ancelotti's downfall. I mean, he made bad decisions. He planned the game bad. I don't think that he... He thought it through. And that and that is easy to say for me. I'm not the coach. He is the coach of one of the biggest clubs in the world. He has all the pressure and all that. Sure. Sure. I'm not saying that he doesn't. I'm not saying that he, that he is wrong for doing this because if he would have won, then nothing would have been said. But you can't say that about this channel because even if they win, I've been saying it all along. If you're actually a Real Madrid Talk fan, you know that I've been saying it from the beginning. It's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough for the Champions League. Actually, in, in I think in one of the matches against Real Sociedad in the in the um, early stages of the season, I said that, you know, because you can tell they win. Yes, Real Madrid wins, and that's 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 good. That's okay. But to beat teams in the Champions League, once it, once it comes, you know, uh, the clutch games semifinals quarterfinals it's tough and now in this stage uh it, it's getting it's getting tough for madrid you know that you know that it's getting tough it's getting tough for sure so um a lot of things that are going on around madrid i, I just want to give some nuggets out there for the guys for y'all uh or, or girls i mean who knows um oh by the way i'm looking for a co-host for this podcast i'm looking for a co-host somebody that likes to talk about real madrid likes to stay informed has a mic has a camera that, that you sound good and uh i'm looking for a co-host so if you if you are interested send me an email at cr videos co at gmail.com and i'm gonna and we'll talk a little bit and also you can send me a voice message on on anchor or on spotify uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're all over the place. I mean, if you can find a way to to reach 
to reach to me, we'll we can discuss that. So I'll be glad to to have one of you guys as a co-host for the podcast. And uh, by the way, I just want to throw this nugget: Real Madrid re-enter race for 35 million euros rated German wonder kid, and that is none other than Karim Adeyemi has been the highlight of several clubs transfer transfer plans over the past few months. The wonder kid is expected to be the next big thing in German football. And, uh, and his incredible ceiling has attracted attention far and wide. And of course, Real Madrid interested in this kid. Let me know if you like him. Let me know what you think about him. And uh, I think he's a good, good, pro good prospect for sure. I mean, he's really good. He's really good. And so we, you got to keep him in mind. Of course, he'll come to, to, to be to play in the bench because you got possibly Mbappe, maybe, maybe, maybe Haaland. Then you got Kareem Benzema, uh, Vinicius, Rodrigo. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Oh, by the way, Benzema on the brink of overtaking Di Stefano uh, record. Real Madrid are planning for their biggest test of the season yet on Wednesday as they try to overturn their 1-0 loss to Paris Saint-Germain in the Champions League, and they will look to Kareem Benzema for inspiration. And by the way, Benzema, I mean, he you got to give give him props. He's been staying ready, been injured. We Real Madrid needed him a bunch of times, especially with Athletic Bilbao in that Copa del Rey match, but uh He's been he's been doing good, and right here we got the got the data that is six goals from a personal best record. At the age of 34, is playing better than ever. Benzema, that is last season. It took under April 20. It took until April 21 to score 27 goals. So this season's scoring rate suggests he can beat his own record of 32 goals in a season for Real Madrid. Remarkably, he set that benchmark 10 years ago in the 2011-2012 season. Um, it took Benzema five years and five months to reach out century of goals after making his debut in 2009 for Real Madrid. And um, his 100th goal came in January 2014 against Real Betis. Um, his 200th goal took place in Victoria then in Champions League in 2018, on January 8th this year, he scored his 300 goal uh, for Real Madrid by com converting a penalty 4-1 win home against Valencia. So he is he's stacking up the goals. I mean, I read a lot of uh, scores right there. So, I mean, sorry for my bad reading and all of that. Uh, but, I mean, not, nevertheless, he is he's, he's doing good. And, you know, we can't ask more of him. That's why when I when I when I'm asked, do you want Lewandowski? You want to, what for what? You got Kareem Benzema, man. That's that's all you need. That's all you need. And and a lot of times I'm like, look, I don't even think we need Allen. Just saying. But anyways, that is it for this episode, guys. Short episode, of course, as always. Twenty twenty five minutes of uh, Real Madrid talking. So thank you, thank you so God, so much for staying tuned to the podcast. Don't forget, hey, you know, leave us a rating. Leave us a rating. Leave us a comment. Send us a voice message. We'll have it here on the next episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so much again. My name is Chris Rodriguez, and we'll hear you. I always say that, but now that we're on Spotify, you guys can see us. 
see the video form. So thank you so much. We'll see you, hear you next time here at Real Madrid Talk. Bye-bye.